You're listening to the final episode of Made the Same Way, the podcast for those who are curious about how we humans are made. My name is Wanda. I'm a rapper, producer and songwriter from Manchester. And in this series, we're discovering how we get from a fertilised egg to a fully functioning human being. To answer this, I've teamed up with HDBI. That's the Human Developmental Biology Initiative to explore science in a brand new way. Each episode, we bring together one emerging artist and one knowledgeable researcher to discuss science, life and music. And at the end of each episode, the pair will have a limited amount of time to collaborate on an original piece inspired by their conversation. We speak of science as a thing, one thing, and it's not really. It's um, it's many, many different things. And uh, it's also a way of, uh, almost like a way of looking at the world. In this episode, Shankar, a scientist at Oxford University, meets Orbs, a hip-hop artist from Manchester. Hello. Hi, Orbs. Nice to meet you, Shankar. Good to meet you. Now, they're going to chat about everything that we've learned over the series. What is human developmental biology? And why is it important? Now, this episode may include some discussions of abortion, miscarriage and infertility. So be cautious and decide if it's something that you'll like to listen to. We've also included some support resources in the episode description. So tell me a little bit about what you do, Shankar. Shankar, sorry. Yeah, that was a good pronunciation of. Um, <laughs> so what do I do? So um, I do a lo- uh, several different things. Uh, I'm a professor at the University of Oxford. So as a part of that, uh, I teach students. Specifically, I teach the medical students in uh, the university. And uh, as a, another part of that uh, job, I run a um, research group where we uh, conduct research on how uh, embryos develop. It sounds like really good work, of course, what you're doing, because... I mean, with music, it's quite personal, but it sounds like what you're doing is expansive. It's for everyone kind of thing. It's good stuff. Well, why don't you start in telling me what it is, uh, how you go about creating uh, hip-hop music? OK, so I'll start by saying I've been doing music since I was 14 years old. Uh-huh. I'm currently 22, so I've been doing that for, like, roughly eight years. I started out with music from writing poetry... Um, I actually, I used to struggle to focus in lessons. So um, they suggested a poetry class. I started with that. I really enjoyed it. So was this a completely original? You found yourself writing, uh, imagining things and writing them down? Or were you inspired by other poetry? You know, certain things, I wanted to put them on paper and make them sound prettier than what they were. Other things I wanted to show, the depth of, like, you know, certain things I'd been through. Yeah, and I just really kind of enjoyed writing. Mm. And there was this one time I was at a friend's house and I read a poem to her and she said to me, why don't you put it on a beat? And I was like, a beat? I was like, nah, I can't do that. And then um, she played me this beat of a Kanye West song called Blood on the Leaves. I'll never forget it. And I... And I did the poem over the beat and I had like this rapper's flow. And then from there, it kind of sparked something. And I went home and I wrote over a rap beat. And then I said, you know what? This is me. Like, I'm going to be a rapper. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rap. 
No, that's very, very cool because I, I don't like writing. <laughs> oh, yes. it's, to me, it's really amazing just not, not even to, just to write prose is hard enough, but then to write poetry. So, you know, it's all that, you know, that much more um, amazing. Yeah. Uh, so how is it that you, um, you found your passion for science? Oh, it's a bit, uh, uh, might seem strange, but even as a small kid, I was always fascinated um, with the, sh- the shapes of things. Uh, so I've always, uh, uh, I guess mostly it was in the biology class, we used to learn about plants and, um, you know, uh, plants are amazing, you know, the different types of shapes of leaves, they're all, this, they have the same basic function uh, and uh, they're all the same structure of the leaf, but you get so many different shapes and then similarly flowers, uh, same basic function, but you have so many different varieties of flowers. And then the other really funky thing is that uh, plants will change one thing into another. So if they're a climbing plant, uh, they have these things called tendrils will help, which help them climb. Uh, they can make these tendrils out of anything else, like a leaf can become a tendril, an entire stem can become a tendril, flowers can become tendrils, etc. They just uh, mold them to what they need. So I was really always uh, very f- curious about how shapes arise, why they have particular shapes, how shapes can change. Yeah, maybe like your age, uh, 13 or 14, when you got into um, um, music. Ever since then, I've always been interested in how shapes are formed. I don't know, so in terms of why, there was no one single thing. I've always been interested in that, I guess you could say. I mean, science is in everything. That's what one, that's what one of my science teachers actually told me um, when I was failing to concentrate in science. <laughs> science is everywhere. Science is all over. Yeah, no, it's just, uh, I mean, we speak of science as a thing, one thing, and it's not really. It's um, it's many, many different things. And uh, it's also a way of, uh, almost like a way of looking at the world, of being curious about the world and trying to understand how it is and how it works. I mean, you know, in a sense, uh, everybody is a scientist at uh, one level or the other. It's about how you look at the world around you. Okay, so what exactly is human development biology? So in a broad sense, it's the study how of how babies develop in the womb. And uh, as you're probably aware, it's a long process. It's nine months from fertilization to birth. Uh, but actually, um, it isn't as though there's a lot of steady changes. Lots of things happen right at the very beginning, even in the first month and a half. And then it's almost as though the baby matures slowly uh, after that. But basically, you know, it's the study of how we develop in the womb. Just to unpack that a little, just like a chicken egg, is uh, um, looks nothing like a chicken. Uh, the human egg looks nothing like a human. Uh, and so that yeah. is the central question. How does it come to be that a, a single cell, uh, which looks uh, just, you know, like a, a ball, it has no shape, no features. Mm-hmm. How does it uh, arise? One, one other, just sorry, I added detail. If, uh, if I may, you know, it's kind of obvious, but uh, it's uh, worth thinking, uh, worth uh, speaking about explicitly. Is of course, you, and nobody expects a kitten to come out, pop out of a chicken egg, or to hatch out of a chicken egg, or a puppy to come out of a chicken egg. Right? It's always a chick, and that's what makes developmental biology even possible uh, as a scientific discipline. If you see what I mean, it's not random. It happens. Like, it's very precise. Uh, yeah, it isn't. I wouldn't want to describe it as clockwork because that's mechanical, almost physics. Uh, it's a chemical reaction, literally, that always happens uh, in the same way. If you put the chicken egg into, give it just a temperature, it will form a chick. Uh, and uh, that's what makes it uh, possible to be able to then investigate and have any hope of trying to understand because it is something that is stereotypic. It's not, there's, um, there's nothing random about it. 
That was really interesting. Um, my next question, do you have a favourite fact about human development? Absolutely. I love it. And I, I'm, uh, it really still blows me away all the time. But uh, would you believe that you know where the heart is, right? It's in your chest. Uh, and you know where the brain is, it's in your head. But during uh, embryonic development, your heart actually starts out ahead of your brain. And uh, it's during this process by which the body is shaped uh, it's sculpted from this group of cells that the, the cells, the tissue that gives rise to the heart is slowly brought, comes down uh, to wind up being uh, lower down in your body than your brain. Uh, and it's, okay. it's all part of another, uh, you know, really uh, very, very, very funky uh, process. Your body actually starts out flat during development. And uh, the inside, uh, if it's a bit gory, but if you were to fillet me open from mouth to anus, uh, you'd uh, open up the inside lining of my gut uh, tract. And that's essentially, uh, you have three layers then, the inside of my gut, my skin, and everything in between. And that's how the embryo is. It hasn't got that much detail, but there's one simple layer of cells which will give rise to your skin and your brain, another simple layer which will give rise to the inner lining of your gut, and one layer which will give rise to all the stuff in between, like your bones, your muscles, your blood, etc. Uh, and it's uh, this whole thing is wrapped together from the sides and from the front and the back. They all meet. Uh, uh, the, what's left behind of it is your belly button. Uh, they meet at the and form the umbilical cord. And in the process, they convert this flat sheet into a tube. Uh, our gut is a tube, right, from our mouth to the anus. Uh, and uh, the, the and it's in any case, sorry, to come back to this, it's this type of folding movement that brings the heart down uh, to uh, its position. So, so I'm sorry, you asked for one, but I gave you several. But they're all, they're all very fascinating. <laughs> very interesting. My other question, what stage is the sex decided Oh, that's a uh, that's a cool question. Um, only because we uh, uh, published a paper just uh, late last year of a very uh, special uh, human embryo. Uh, special because it was so very young. It was uh, it, it was seventeen days after uh, fertilization. We found um, already at that earliest stage, seventeen days after fertilization, these cells that are called PGCs, primordial germ cells. Germ cells are the things that go on to give rise to either the sperm or the ovum. The primordial uh, germ cells are the early cells that give rise to these germ cells in the, in the embryo. Uh, and so we found them at as early as 17 days. This relates to the uh, thing I was uh, describing earlier about how all the cells in our body come from one original cell. So in uh, the, that cell divides, gives you two cells, then those give you four cells, eight, 16, 32, etc., uh, and then by already by uh, uh, 17 days, you, are, you know, have uh, several thousands and thousands of cells in the embryo. For uh, the HDBI, the Human Developmental Biology Initiative, one, uh, one theme, one wing of it, studies uh, the processes that occur before the embryo in implants in the womb. In contrast to the other themes in the HDBI, there's a theme which studies how blood and associated cells form. There's a theme which studies how the nervous system forms. And there's a theme which studies how the heart and lung forms. I belong to the theme which studies how the heart and lung forms. All of these occur after the embryo has implanted in the lining of the womb. So we rely on 
determinations of pregnancies to get our samples. Uh, and so uh, th that's where we uh, get uh, the, the samples that we study from. Okay, so my next question that I have, um, I hope you don't find it personal. F um, feel free not to answer it uh -huh. in that case. Generalising, do you think that science goes against religion or a form of God? I don't find it uh, uh, offensive at all, and uh, or personal. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to find uh, the. I don't know if I would say it goes against. And also, religion is uh, you know just like science is many different things. Religion is very many many different things, and um, there are so uh, there's okay. There's one aspect of religion which uh, it does completely go against, and that's faith. Um, uh, I think one definition of faith, by definition, is believing something without evidence. Ah, that gets to the heart of sense. faith, having faith in something with so having believing something without evidence, and that absolutely science goes against. Uh, that uh, you would not, by its nature, uh, science is all about evidence. And you mentioned earlier about um, you being more creative. Uh, this is something I want to talk with you about. Uh, you were more inclined towards creative things rather than science. And I would say yeah. that uh, scientists need to be creative, um, uh, and they need to have imagination. They need, uh, but usually they'll have an they'll have imagine something. As an, and when I say imagine something, they'll imagine an explanation for an what you see around you in the world. But mm -hmm. you need to then prove that your explanation is. Correct by doing usually by doing experiments. Otherwise, anybody can come up with any explanation for any observation, and they could. Uh, you, and you don't get at what is likely to be the correct explanation. Uh, and that's what I mean by science is, in a sense, incompatible with faith. It it, it rests on evidence. Solid evidence, yeah. Um, Again, like now that you've said it, it's the faith thing. Like now, I actually, okay. and I just kind of wondered. Is that something that all scientists feel about religion? Some scientists, at least, are much more comfortable with un with uncertainty and not know knowing things. Which, again, I don't want to generalize too much. It's not something I've, uh, of course, uh, studied. But I imagine there's an aspect of religion which is all about certainty, uh, which is about knowing that this is what is going to happen to you after you die which I would say you could ultimately never know because no one who has died has come back and told us what it was like yeah. uh, in a literal sense. So, you know, I am uh, personally very comfortable not knowing things at a personal level. I mean, that's, what, that's the nature of the job. But also knowing there's a lots I will never understand. There's, there's just uncertainty about things and... Um, it's not something that bothers me, though I know, but I feel it bothers other people a lot, to, the, an uncertainty. If I put that into music terms, like, so with music, when, when a rapper writes a song, or any artist, I suppose, it's like they could tell a story, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's happened. There's not necessarily any truth within it. Um, part of the reason why I called myself True Orbs is because... With my music, I only want to say things that are actually factual to what I've been through or, like, things that mean something to me. Mm -hmm. 
So Shankar, um, mm-hmm. with your research, what are some of the breakthroughs that you have had? So uh, I'll give you an example of one breakthrough. It wasn't from our group, and it's uh, been quite a while ago, but it, uh, it uh, I think it's a very powerful example. These days, most pregnant women are, uh, are recommended to have uh, vitamin B pills, folic acid. Uh, and uh, this is a uh, you know routine within the in the UK, and uh, it's uh, the reason women are asked to, to have uh, folic acid is because of this type of research, which found your brain uh, and your neuros, your spinal cord, they come from the same uh, cells and the same tissue that give you the skin. Okay, so which sounds really uh, to me, I always had difficulty getting, getting my head around this. Is because you know the skin is on the outside of the body, and the brain and the spinal cord are inside the body. Uh, but that's amongst the amazing things about how shapes form. The, they get pinched off really early during embryonic development and go into the into the into the body. And in part, as part of doing that, they get pinched off and they need to close to form a tube. The spinal cord is actually a tube because it has a hole down it, uh, down the center, a canal. Uh, and this uh, this uh, space actually goes into the brain. And even the brain, um, not, uh, people may not be familiar, has spaces within it uh, and fluid and liquids within it. Um, uh, anyway, so this, if this doesn't, uh, if you don't have enough folic acid, this type of closure doesn't occur properly. They're called neural tube defects. Um, and it's this type of research that uh, uh, led us to understand that something as simple as taking uh, a supplement during pregnancy can dramatically reduce uh, the, the chance of having um, uh, these type of defects. And so, you know, it, it has had an impact on people at a personal level. You know, they, they, their babies don't need to suffer. Uh, and uh, obviously, uh, at a broader level in society, in the sense that the NHS doesn't then have to uh, invest in supporting. Uh, it's a reasonably inexpensive intervention, and it has great benefits. And so I, I would mm. say that that's one uh, a big breakthrough from trying to understand how the body forms, how it do- develops normally, what can go wrong, and how you can try to prevent things from going wrong. Okay. From my view, as someone who's obviously not a scientist and someone who's just lucky enough to have life, I just think it's 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 great that someone's out there studying it. You know, it's good that scientists exist and study these things um, because rappers don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, much respect to you for doing that. Thank you. I mean, you know, music also keeps people going. Oh, yeah, 100%. And, um, so, it's, 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 you know. All important in different ways. Thank you very much for having this conversation with me today, Shankar. Um, I've really enjoyed it. I feel like I've definitely learned a lot. Well, uh, thank you, Abs. I mean, it's been it's been good fun talking with you, and you made me comfortable to just you know waffle off and talk about various things. Okay, right. So getting on to the creative part, what I've done is I've picked beats that I like the sound of. My type of genre, um, out of the beats, I'm very happy to let you choose one of them. Cool. And I will then go away and put some lyrics on a beat. Okay. So um, that short beat there, that's called The Juice. Mm-hmm. So number one being The Juice. Also, by the way, I tried to pick instrumentals that kind of reminded me of like a beginning of something to represent like the beginning of life. Okay. 
that one there is called um, Hard Offer. Beat number two, Hard Offer. I think the second one. Right. So yeah. Hard Offer is the beat. Oh, it's exciting. It's fun. Uh, I, I mean, uh, I, I, the only, only reason I find it exciting is because I think I'm in safe hands with OBS. I'd like to think so, yeah. <laughs> so how we do it in the studio, Shankar, is sometimes one one headphone, one earphone on, one earphone off. Uh-huh. Embryo has got to grow into a fetus. The beginning of life, it's like nothing could defeat us. The sperm, the egg, and yeah, it made us a believer. Shankar and Orbs, now I'm, I don't know. <laughs> Do you think that's a good way to start? Like, what should I, the embryo? Or you could, yeah, since you're starting, you uh, you could start with first the egg and you sp- sp- said about the sperm and the egg, right? Yeah. But you said that I think sec- it was your second or third line. And I don't know, but if you want to, if you start with that, I guess that's where our own lives, in a sense, start. The egg and the sperm is about to make a fetus. <laughs> right, yeah, I think that's a good... <laughs> so, Shankar, what I want, what my idea before was like, um, for you to be, obviously, as the scientist, for you to kind of do the intro of the song. <laughs> you know what? In my head, right, you know what it totally reminds me of? Like a, a speech from like Martin Luther King. This is how it happens. This is how, uh, this is what human development is. This is how we build a fetus. Okay. Let's uh, c- c- maybe see if a different form of words because uh, there's too much certainty in that to say this is how it happens. We don't know okay. enough about, we don't know enough about how things happen. Or you think you know how the embryo develops? Is yeah, there we go. And this is the part where I want you to put your creative cap on, um, Shankar, because uh-huh. I want you to like do some like really serious voice, like <laughs> just like I really want to get the the point that you're someone who studies science. Hi, I'm Shankar. Uh, I study how uh, embryos develop. So, do you think we know how the embryo develops? Mm, no, let's try it again, please. <laughs> um, do it one more time. I'm just going to give you an example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My name's Shankar. I've been studying science for X amount of years. So you think you know how human is developed? Okay. I'm Shankar. I've been studying how embryos develop for 30 years. So you think you know how the embryo develops? That was perfect. Thank you very much, guys. That was great fun. Lovely to meet you. I'm Shankar. I've been studying how embryos develop for 30 years. So you think you know how the embryo develops? The egg and the sperm, they're about to make a fetus. Just to make it clear, science doesn't disprove Jesus. It just doesn't run on faith. There's solid evidence that the sperm must win the race. 50-50, that's inside your DNA. As you grow, yeah, it's evident that you're gonna change. Here's a tissue for your issues that no one is the same. We're made the same way. XX, homogamic better, known as she. XY heterogamic, yeah, that is he. Compare science to the root, but the humans with the tree. 
That's how everyone like me Guess they feel their heart beat yeah. It's the egg and the sperm They're about to make a fetus yeah. Compare science to the root And the humans with the tree yeah, yeah. Now, you've been listening to Made the Same Way. This was our final episode, so thank you very much for listening. Thank you to all the researchers and the artists for taking part and creating some amazing pieces. We'd love more people to get involved with our mission to open up human developmental science. Now, you can help people find us by rating and reviewing Made the Same Way on Apple Podcasts and sharing it with all your friends. Made the Same Way is a Reform Radio production for HDBI, which is funded by Welcome. It was produced by Olivia Swift with help from Jamie Green. <laughs>